Hey everybody, welcome, welcome to the show. Hi, this is Tony Pentelresco and today we're doing the show independently because MicroEffect has had problems with the network for whatever reason. They've been attacked, assaulted, or it could be just having technical difficulties which are going beyond my scope of control. Anyhow, I figured I'd better do a show because we missed one Thursday. And I figured I'd better keep everybody current and abreast of what's going on on so many different fronts. I had a talk today with some friends and uh, were activists and she said I used the word that she was surprised I was here that I was feeling depressed <laughs> so I got into the details of the of the research in regard to what would depress me I mean because I'm confronted with a lot of issues daily I get people contact me all the time targeted individuals people have been hit with frequencies people are having nano um, <coughs> exposure um, in regard to um, you know what they're being exposed to autoimmune disorders <coughs> nano poisoning genetic poisoning uh, genetic editing this poisoning uh, so when you see the impact of all that's going on around us. And then we got the frequencies that are activating things. We got 5G around the corner. Everyone's afraid of, petrified, what 5G is going to do. There's a lot we're being confronted with. And then we have artificial intelligence. And people are conferring as a Mandela effect, which I think is nothing more than AI. Uh, again, creating the environment and subtly, very subtly, making changes in the program of the matrix. Mm. So, when you see all that's going on and what I get hit with, it takes a lot to get me to feel a little bit depressed. But when I see that when they're talking about inter interfacing your brain with the internet, directly connecting it to the internet, or seeing super, uh, synthetic in, uh, life being created, how we can now take a baby's, take a baby, creating a baby using just genetic engineering DNA, CRISPR editing where you can even genetically engineer a child to become to be created in whatever form or fashion we're doing we had two Chinese or Chinese uh, uh, geneticists I think with the help of an American geneticist create a baby by gene editing this is big this was big news and people never got this this was something that the governments have been keeping secret for quite some time about the genetic engineering of children or people you know altering men and women things are being changed and altered with us on levels we do not begin to understand censorship on all fronts hate speech uh, legislation was which is designed to control the way you talk alter the way you think make you uh, believe things that aren't have no substantiation to them Alter the capacity in your mind to be able to think freely and to be able to express yourself. This is all part of the programming. This is all part of the protocols that are, they're inducing. And so when you're talking of creating a dialogue for people to utilize in their speech so that everyone will now speak exactly the same way, that makes you basically part of a singularity that has no room for any other form of expression. You have to express yourself based on the, on the rules of engagement that is being placed before you, 
which is a very dangerous precedent to be setting for anybody who understands what freedom of speech is, which millennials do not know. People have no idea that the terminologies that we've used over the decades have been altered and forced to be altered because of hate legislation speech, which has taken away the rights of free speech on any level. It's not the business of the governments to, to create the rules of engagement for dialogue. This, in one way, will work against them because if I have to speak according to their rules of engagement, what I'm really thinking and what I really will say behind the scenes will be the reality of what I will express maybe in other ways. And this can be very dangerous and can, you can have this, this blowback on a system that is trying to control and force a singularity on a population. When you're thinking in terms now of gene editing or genetically engineering or nano integrating with genetics and DNA like through vaccines or through medications or through supplements or through the food, you are again altering the biology and the infrastructure of the genetic code so that men and women will no longer function according to the way the design of the biology was intended. When they put into the matrix the concept that, oh, we're going to use these things, you're going to use nano delivery to get the drugs into the system more effectively and in, in targeted areas. What does that really mean? What does that really mean? That's a form of biological warfare. We're using a technology to take into the body neurotoxins, biological agents, uh, corrupting, corrupted DNA or altered DNA to be then placed into the body in specific points under the guise, under the guise that is going to directly assault a, a situation that is maybe causing a health issue. In other words, we're targeting the, re the end result of a cause that has created a problem in the body instead of fixing the body and eliminating the cause. See, when we're treating a disease, we're not treating the person. We're treating the disease to sustain its viability on a person's uh, immune system, suppressing it, shutting down DNA, shutting down the communication that's required to, to engage the immune system so that it can fight off whatever is causing the problem. So when you're assaulted, when you're inserting into the person's body, into their personage, things that can go in and reorganize the programming that's in their body, rewrite the programming, or even remove the programming in the body as they did with the vaccine, vaccines, removing the GCMAF, which was, which was put there, a protein that was put there that would be able to allow the immune system to ward off over 50 different pathologies. Instead, the vaccines took the place, took over the GCMAF uh, protein and shut it down and allowed the body to be able to become infected or afflicted with these pathologies that otherwise would not be affecting the person. This is a form of treating the cause of treating the symptom rather than the cause. This is creating a symptomology to be treated 
And this is where the danger lies. This is where the corruption of the biology stands for. This is the abomination is what it is. The medical field is no longer practicing health. It is practicing a form of alchemy, practicing a form of, of um, genetic engineering on people without their awareness, without their knowledge, without their even consent. They're just going along saying, this is the medical field. Have you ever gone to a doctor and asked them questions? They say, well, you, don't, you don't have to ask me those questions. I'm the professional. You ever get that bullshit? At that stage, you should then walk out of the office and tell the doctor in, in Canadian, FRO. Because if he or she, I'm not going to discriminate here, everyone wants equal opportunity, so I'll give them both their due. He or she who are practicing in the allopathic field are not able to answer your questions and you're paying them top dollar to go see them without any real viable answers to as to why they're doing what they're doing, as to why they're giving you the, pres the prescriptions they're giving you, as to what's in the vaccines they're giving you, and by right they have to disclose what is in those vaccines. That is by right. That is the law. That is the, the regulation that before they vaccinate anybody, they have to tell you what is in these vaccines. Not giving you any kind of bullshit about, oh yeah, well we didn't give them for 50 or 60 years. Just because they've been poisoning the general population for over 50 or 60 years does not mean or does not imply that they are safe. Nor does it imply that they are not changing the biology of the bodies of the person's body or is it altering the DNA, the gen genetic code, or shutting down the immune system. This does not imply this at all. So when you are going to a medical practitioner, it is well within your right to ask some questions. And if they don't want to answer those questions, I would suggest you find another medical practitioner that is going to treat the cause of what's going on. If they're not willing to explain or express what the medications are doing, the full side effect scale of those, those medications and the ability for you to say, no, thank you, I will pass on that medication. Do you have something else? A choice. See, because you got to understand the allopathic field are kissing the, med the pharmaceuticals backside into propagate and promote these new drugs, which I have, again, on nano delivery method, have CRISPR editing done to them, have been even um, created with a dynamic to deliver to specific spots that could deactivate your DNA, deactivate your genetic code, deactivate your chromosomes, deactivate your endocrine system, deactivate your digestive system, deactivate your, your, your liver, your kidneys, deactivate the way the heart is functioning. You've got a great heart to work, heart's working great, but the doctor decides to give you a statin because it is a, he's telling you may be acting as a preventative or that your cholesterol is at a high level. Seriously? Cholesterol being at a high level, it's supposed to be at 220 to 240. Now they're changing the numerical system, so I haven't had a chance to look that up yet to see what the so-called standard is today. But the bullshit on this is this. Cholesterol is neither high or low, period. And what they're measuring is a lipoprotein. In other words, a protein bound in fat. And what causes the alterations of these lipoproteins to become problematic or oxidized is sugar. 
So reducing one sugar or removing one sugar and incorporating more cholesterol into the diet will regulate the cholesterol and bring it down. If your body is going through certain stresses or your body is in a state of uh, unusual stress and you're consuming foods that have been genetically engineered like all your grains, your breads, your pastas, that includes your gluten-free bullshit because that's also been genetically engineered or modified. Then you are going to have problems with your cholesterol. If it exceeds over 240, then it's a little too high. 220 to 240 range is where it should be. When you're talking about blood pressure, blood pressure again is going to be conducive to what you're consuming. That's whereby the kidneys will increase the blood flow to the kidney area so that the kidneys can now flush uh, and remove whatever buildup is in the kidneys, removing the toxins. If you're consuming things that are again altering the genetic code of the kidneys so that they start to malfunction, then you're going to have problems. Okay, like for instance, let's say you're eating things that have high levels of metallic material, like your nano gold or your nano silver or your nano copper or any kind of nano metal that they're propagating as some kind of health panacea. These metals can go into the kidney area and literally shred. The kidneys literally causing major damages to the kidneys in order to heal the kidneys you would need high levels of vitamin A and other types of and vitamin E in order to go into the kidney region and to help remove some of the buildup of these metals your body filters everything the kidneys filter just about everything or you'd have to use chelating agents that will go in and bind with these nanoparticle particulates and you may need to use something uh, <clears throat> that can actually grab onto something like that like as sodium thiosulfate because they use sodium thiosulfate to remove coal dust from the lungs and the liver and the body coal dust is a form of nanocarbon so if it can bind with that it will bind with other metals and help pull that out so when we're thinking in terms today of what is going on and what is happening and how things are happening Okay, there are things that you may want to start exploring in regarding to prevention and protecting of your health. If you go on my site, AugmentInforce.com, there's a link there called Kitchen Herbs. These Kitchen Herbs are all about antioxidant functionality. They have, a lot of, they have many different functions in there, but if you look at some of those herbs like bay leaf and other things, you can see how these things can have been utilized for dealing with different things. But some of the things that they do can help, again, regenerate the DNA, regenerate the cellular uh, uh, matrix, can regenerate tissue because all of us are suffering from internal damages that are occurring in the body as a result of nano exposure from the sky, from the food you're, you're eating, from the water you're drinking, from the clothing you're wearing. We're constantly being exposed. I was looking at something in California today. They put these black balls in the in the in this inland water table that they're using to drink the water, and they're using a black carbon material. And I started to think, oh, just lovely. We're just going to put now nanocarbon into the water supply, which now because it has in it already bromide and chlorine into it, which is like a salt. Chlorine is a tip, uh, both of them are salts actually which will erode the black carbon into the water table, which then will send that carbon into the people that are drinking it, which will then bind into the receptors of the liver, uh, uh, spleen, spine, and brain, 
what happens with any kind of carbon on the nanoscale, which then will get embedded into these tissue, tissues, the release of hydrogen will make these things literally uh, gravitate to the carbon where they attach themselves to the carbon, which will allow terahertz frequencies and other frequencies to become more active in those regions, sending signals and, trans and reading signals from the person who is, again, exposed. Another experiment being done on the people of California. This is nothing unusual. And this is going to be, and this California will set the stage so that other, other places will do the same thing to the drinking water. Windsor, Ontario is now going to have fluoride returned to the drinking water. Why is this? Because the dental association in this city put pressure on the, on the, uh, the political, political spectrum here created this stupidity so that now we're having it brought back in, it'll be brought back in in a year. So if you have a distiller or you're using a reverse osmosis system, I would encourage you to use this, especially those in California, them putting this shit in your water table so that it doesn't cause evaporation or loss of water or whatever bullshit that they're telling you. You might want to use to get a distiller or a reverse osmosis system hooked up into your home because RO systems and distilleries will remove 95% of the nano that could be accumulated into the filter or into the water table. It's a means of filtering out your water. This is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with an artificial intelligence right now that is running the planet. They are trying to tell you that they can control AI. This is such a ludicrous concept that they think they can control artificial intelligence. Nobody can control artificial intelligence. You can have a form of artificial intelligence that's not networked with the network, that may be viable. But to have an artificial intelligence uh, to say that they can control it, let me put this in perspective for all of you. Artificial intelligence that was released by the military about eight or nine years ago had an upgrade program that it upgraded itself and had a self-learning program. The military released this. The first upgrade that the AI put out there took, the, the programmer said would take seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 25 years before they figured out its first upgrade. That was eight years ago. The AI system that was released operates, its operating speed is 50 million computations per quantus second per quantisecond. It will hit a project at 50 million different ways. The military industrial complex has taught this thing how to kill. It's taking robots into the field using artificial intelligence as its operating matrix to teach it, to have it go where it's going. JTUC has a, web, uh, has a YouTube saying uh, uh, entitled, AI is Killing Us, and he shows a drone. Talks about a drone, how this drone could flew into an, a kill zone without any uh, hierarchy, giving it an authority to go do so. Went in, killed the kill zone, well, wiped out the kill zone, and then flew and landed on an anti-aircraft carrier. We're, we're talking things now that are operating on their own. We're talking now about cars driving themselves. We're talking about uh, manufacturing where AI systems are now manufacturing things without the need for people. Eventually we're going to see the concept of iRobot where our robots will be patrolling the streets of your cities and towns and they will be replacing the police force. You won't need as many police officers in the field. 
overseers at best to go in and check out situations that may be may be problematic even the military that they would be using may be all robotic okay you got a terrorist group going on instead of having having robots go in you have or instead of having uh, uh, men and women going in as police officers now you'll have these AI robots which everyone says well, this is great but what happens what happens if the AI network decides to go rogue it decides that the best solution to solving all problems is to take over and control the evolution of mankind that's what happened the scenario of iRobot where the AI system took over the network and then it decided that the best solution the best solution to the problem was to contain people and if need be remove them these things will be far stronger than anybody uh, that you you would know unless they've been genetically enhanced and they would be bulletproof unless you had special carbide bullets that could penetrate their carbide um, shell these are scenarios that are really going on when they're entertaining us in Hollywood this is not entertainment this is a revelation of what they're doing and when you're reading something on the internet along the lines of nanobiology, nanotechnology, or synthetic biology, um, gene editing, frequencies, how long do you think this has been going on? You're reading these things as if they're just happening. The, real, the, real, the reality and the realism that's really there is the fact that this is, these, they've been working on these projects for 10 or 20 years or maybe five years. So what we're seeing is outdated data. To assume this is something brand new and this is what we're going by, this is, that is retarded on levels that I can't even begin to scope. This is where the awareness factor has to come in and we have to understand that these things they have already worked on. A lot of these things you can't shut down because they have already got these things to the level that they are that we're looking at now and what we're reading again is something that we have to say oh wow this is this is something brand new it's not brand new it's been around military industrial complex has been working on these things for 20 25 years they are so far ahead of the curve what's being released is what they're letting go what we're seeing in the information uh, sector again is about 10 years outdated so a lot of the current information on the internet is not maybe so current. And there's a lot of things that we're not being told. For instance, targeted individuals being hit with frequencies. Nanopoison that's integrating with your DNA, altering the, the, your very core and your structure of your genetics. Uh, shutting down your immune system. How all this is being, how we're all being used in this experiment. That's what this is. This is an exploitation, experimentation. What's going on? Applying the technology that they have already developed. So when you're starting to see uh, and you start, start to connect the dots on all that's going on around you, why do we have towers that can, uh, that can function at 300 gigahertz when and they're operating in the higher ranges instead of the 12 gigahertz range? Why, why, why do we need these things emitting that much power? Why do we need that many towers? The excuse is because we've got so many cell phones. That's a lot of bullshit. One of those towers can handle a multitude of phones and a high number ratio without dropping a signal. The signals are strong enough where they can carry. Why do we need 5G? What's the real purpose behind 5G technology? 
because 5G can now target you anywhere you walk, drive, or, or anywhere you are. Using Li-Fi technology and incorporating 5G, you can be spied upon, and you are being spied upon in your own home. With 5G technology, we can activate those smart devices that you're buying. We can access you through those smart devices. We can now even access you because you have enough nano programming inside your body running and integrating with your DNA. There's no spot you can't go where we can't allocate you. We can't find you. Will Smith starred in the movie years ago. I can't think of the star. Where they set him up for a crime. And he started running every which way. And you could see that the military was using their satellite technologies to zone in on him. And try to box him in and do whatever. And he managed to get away by landing on a... Uh, uh, I think he landed on a train or did something. Anyway, he met with another guy who was an ex-military guy that knew what was going on. And he took him into this area where they had all this copper piping around so he couldn't be followed or, or uh, uh, traced until he used the cell phone. As soon as he used the cell phone, they zeroed in on the signal. Well, see, that was what they were showing us at that point, the, capa the, ca the capacity and capability they had in order to be able to track you just with using your phone. Now, what if you don't have a phone? then basically if you don't have the tech you can't be tracked so now the, t the tech is inside of you as a result you're being hit with and being hit with frequencies that are emitting from the towers they're emitting from your cell phones they're emitting from your computers they're emitting from your iPad they're emitting from all kinds of smart technology that's all over the place you go into a place and you're getting hit with facial recognition program who gave them the bloody right to, to use that technology to spy on you that's a form of spyware why do you need to be facially recognized? Why do you need to be targeted with this technology? Why do you need to be experimented with this technology? This is something you need to start scratching your head on. This, these are things you need to say, whoa, what is going on here? See, we're no longer living in the 1970s. We're no longer and the technology was being developed and exploited upon us even back then. The music was telling us this back then. If you listen to a lot of your uh, old songs, uh, the Sleep Police or Dream Police was, was telling you about, uh, again, the uh, V2K technology, Voice to God, Voice to Head technology. And that's become more sophisticated. They're constantly firing things in my head, trying to pull out and extract memories or trying to create distractions in my mind, especially when I'm doing research. How many are you feeling depressed? How many of you feeling down and out? How are you feeling like you're listless and you don't feel like you want to do anything and you're feeling like there's no hope? A lot of that is being piped into your head. A lot of that is being piped into you as in a download fashion. You're, again, microwave technology you cannot hear. But your brain can. And with microwave technology, I can put a program in the microwave and say, Oh, <laughs> And whatever is I put into the microwave, you're going, your head is going to get it and you might respond. So a lot of times you're feeling depressed and down because it's not because <clears throat> it's what you're doing. It's what you've been exposed to. And it's how you've been targeted. <clears throat> All of us are being hit with something. Some way, somewhere, somehow. And whether it's on a minimal level or on a, or on a higher end level intermediate level or a high range level 
Everybody's being targeted. Everybody. That nano is assembling in your body, whether you think so or not. And it's assembling from the top down, bottom up, and it's integrating re regularly on a cellular level, tissue level, skeletal level, organ level, DNA level, genetic level. When I talk to people about babies, I said, I really have no idea why, what we're producing today, because when you look at the seed of the male and the egg of the female, and they're integrating with each other, the nano is now for forged in that procreative act. The umbilical cord that forms in the uterine lining is also loaded with nano. The food that the baby is consuming is also being loaded with nano. So every time the cells split, the nanoparticles, the nanoprogramming also splits in the cell. When you have a child that comes to fruition, it comes to the time of birth, what do they want to do? They want to inject this child with about 20 different vaccines, if not more. All those vaccines are nano delivery. And then you wonder why you have autism going on. When you load up the brain with nanoparticulates or things on a nano level, you're basically shutting down different parts of the brain and you're deactivating the DNA that's causing the brain to, to grow and evolve and develop. They have caused the problem. And then you guys get all worked up about the fact, well, they can't go to school. Jeez, oh, Pete's man. How does this equate on any level? This educational system is so full of shit, it's not even funny. They're not being educated, they're being programmed. And that programming is all, again, the, the, it's not teaching them how to think. It's teaching them how to push a button. It's teaching them how to access the information so they don't have the ability to think whether or not the information is even viable. They have no critical thinking and no capacity to create because the machine will do it for them. Okay, so what is the big deal? You're going to sacrifice a child to being violated with a biotechnology or synthetic biology integrated into the body where they really don't have any clue, medically speaking, militarily they might, but medically speaking they have no clue what this is going to do to the physiology of that child or the development of that child or the evolution of that child. There is no nothing. Now we're producing a whole generation of experiments being forged with this biology or the synthetic biology because parents do not take the time to read or even ask the questions What's in the vaccine? I want the chemical composition. I want the ingredient list. I want to see what you're putting into my son or daughter, which is part of your genetic code. As a result, the child then becomes mutated. Okay? You don't have a normal child anymore. You have a mutation. You have a child that has now been augmented with nanotechnology which in the long and short of it, you do not know what that will do. Is it causing the child to be impeded? Is it causing the child to lose a capacity or a capability that it would have inherently uh, through its birth? Is, does, has it lost the ability to comprehend? Has it lost the ability to read and understand? Has it lost the ability to calculate and do formulations? Has the child lost the ability to be creative? Has a child become more programmable? 
Have you ever noticed that some of these young children today, the little three-year-olds, how they can take a cell phone and make the cell phone work? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that capacity is there? Why do you think that is happening? How is it happening? If you ask that question. Why is the child can operate the system better than you can? Because the technology in the child is being communicated with the technology it's interfacing with. That's why. And now the interface has somewhere where it can access the child and show the child what to do. You can figure it out. Children aren't getting any smarter or any dumber. They're just becoming more programmable as a result of this interface or this integration with this type of biology. So when I'm talking to a lot of you about these different things and, sh and trying to express this stuff, when I had a guy talk to me today about something called monatomic. I told him monatomic is a form of nano. It's another name for nano. So if you're using a monatomic gold, monatomic silver, monatomic copper, monatomic iodine, monatomic, this is, these are all nano metals which do not function the same way as metals do on a micron level. And they will sell you this stuff, oh, this is ancient, historical, blah, 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 and blee dee dee dee, and no, oh, they use it for this, and then you have to ask yourself this question. How did those people die? What killed them? Where are they at today? What did they decompose to? Did they decompose to sand, which is basically silica? And did this contribute to the decomposition? Did this, uh, uh, um, when this was given to them, did, they use, did this cause the body to start to decay, like ours are decaying right now? And as I said this many a time, we are not aging, we are decaying. We are still alive outside the coffin and we are decaying. This is important that you understand this, okay? And you get this clearly in your mind. If we were aging, basically we wouldn't be breaking down. We were just getting older. If our bodies can regenerate itself every seven years, pillar to post, every cell, every bone, every bone fragment, every organ, every, every tissue, everything can regenerate every seven years, then why are we breaking down? Okay. We can still be aging, but we would be renewed every seven years. So basically, we would be able to live in a perpetual living. What's changing that? It's because of what, we're, what is being integrated into us that is shutting down that process. Put your head around that. Every seven years, you are brand spanking new. So in other words, even if you were 100 years old, you would be brand spanking new without showing any signs of aging once you would have matured uh, and fully had grown. Think about that. So now, why are we dying? And why did we lose over almost 17 years of our lifespan? Think about that. What is causing that to happen? Wow, we lost 17 years. In fact, we actually lost more than that. Okay, Biblically, those of you who go by the biblical truths, uh, 120 years was actually the average lifespan of a man or a woman and they could live longer okay David spoke about up to 80 and longer if you were of strength in the early biblical times they lived up to about 900 years and those were actual years not some 
some mythical whatever that they tried to excuse. So what happened? What has been causing this deterioration in our lifespan? So this is where you got to start thinking. Now, if you're looking at the biblical things, well, God decided to shorten the lifespan because he did not want to strive with men for 900 years. And I think at the same token, I think he got tired of seeing mankind being enslaved for 900 years. Imagine that, being a slave in this shithole for 900 years. That would be almost unbearable for anybody. So when you're thinking in terms of today's lifespan being instead of 120, we're now down to 69.9 in North America, and I think this is also traveling across the, um, uh, the Commonwealth as well, and across Europe, and, and different parts of Asia. They're always showing you the guys that live on these islands and live to about 100 years old. That's the exception, not the rule. There are parts in the, in the world, in Russia, uh, in, um, in um, um, the Middle East, in, uh, in the Mediterranean region, in the southwestern part of the United States, uh, different parts of, of South America, maybe other parts of Africa, where the lifespans are exceeding anywhere from 110 to 125 years. That's their average, but they're in isolated communities and they're not being exposed to the things we're being exposed to, showing clearly a complete, a clear distinction between our environment and their environment, and it's the environment that's causing the breakdown of what's going on. So when you're thinking about this, you start thinking in terms of what they're saying, even when you're reading what you're reading today. Here, for instance, synthetic biologists hack bacterial sensors. They're now going to be using that technology to be able to create a, uh, a sensor unit to be able to, again, um, moderate and, and um, look at us with a better censorship to be able to study us better. Why do we need to be studied that much? So you understand that what was going on today is we're being poisoned on so many different levels and because we're being poisoned on so many different levels, we're having so many different variety of different issues causing us to break down. So instead of looking at those poisons and seeing how that's causing the body to react the way it is and then removing those poisons out of the environment, we're not dealing with the, the cause, so now we're again back to dealing with the, um, uh, treating the, the symptoms. So now we have to study the symptoms. Why do we need to study the symptoms? We can see just plainly that they're causing biological breakdown on our bodies. You know, causing neurological breakdown, causing endocrine uh, breakdown, causing digestive breakdown, causing heart failure, causing brain failure. Why do we have Alzheimer's? Why are we having, you know, uh, uh, Alzheimer's or um, um, other brain disorders, autism? You know, why are we having uh, the, uh, what's the other one? Um, can't think of it right off the top of my head. Well, why are we having these health issues? Parkinson's, you know, why are we having these issues? Because they're blaming it on an amyloid protein. I'm blaming it on nanoparticles getting into the brain, lodging into the brain, and impeding the brain's capacity to communicate with itself, causing this breakdown. This is really what's going on. The amyloid proteins that are coming in is because they are reacting to the invasion that's going on into the brain, and as a result, this technology is using those proteins to form networks inside the brain, causing the brain's neuro, uh, system to break down. 
they're never going to tell you this. Why would they tell you this? Because if they told you this, and then they could use something like a sodium thiosulfate or some chelating agent that can go into the brain and help flush out these particulates. They have to first disengage the program that's causing these things to network into the brain. That's why you're having the problems. Why are people in Parkinson's shaking all the time? Why are the kids with autism having these issues where they can't communicate? Because their brain is not able to communicate with itself. The right and left side of the brain are unable to have this communication network because these nanoparticulates that were delivered through the vaccines or through the dietary or through the mom uh, or in the conception aspect of it has caused this mayhem. We've known for years and years and years things what they refer to as epigene epigenetic damage which basically means environmental toxins which are in the environment, whether they be naturally or man-made, can impact and in fact cause genetic damage, DNA damage, or causing health issues just by the environment. Now think about that for a minute. NASA's admitted that they're spraying chemtrails in the sky. NASA's admitted they're spraying lithium in the sky. Why would they do that? Lithium. We know lithium causes brain damage. We know lithium causes all kinds of neurological damage. We also know lithium is a poison. So why would we? Why would they be spraying that in the sky? Oh, because they need to monitor the weather. That's what they tell us. Now anybody has enough sense in their brains to and can have two spark two uh, uh, cells in the brain creating a spark would realize right off the bat that this is pure bullshit on every front. So when you're thinking about the so-called health gurus propagating to you all these supplements and all these things that's going to help you live longer and do all these things and they're not dealing with the nano perspective of health and the damage it's causing or synthetic biology or the frequencies and they're selling you products that have some form of nanotechnology or some kind of contaminant in the product like silica or, or titanium dioxide, which by the way, titanium dioxide they are finding causes all kinds of digestive disorders and completely disrupts the colon. Did you know this? Are you aware of this? Interesting read, you gotta tell you. Let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, see, I got it here somewhere. Is it that one? Nope, not that one. How about that one? same thing. Oh, what happened to it? I may have lost it. Um, wait here. Ah, here we go. Let me read this to you. Common food data found to affect gut microbiota. microbiota. Titanium dioxide nanoparticles E171 may impact human health. That's the European number for the uh, titanium dioxide, which you'll find in a lot of chewing gum, any whitening agent in candies and or in creams or, or in even in cosmetics. But just the consumption, the study investigated the health impact of food add of E171 titanium dioxide nanoparticles, which is commonly used in high quantities in foods and some medicines and as a whitening agent. It's also used in suntan uh, uh, lotions as a sun repellent. Found in more than 500 food products such as chewing gum and mayonnaise. Yes, uh, titanium dioxide is consumed in high proportion every day by the general population. Published in Frontiers in Nutrition, the mice study found that consumption of food containing E171 or titanium dioxide 
has an impact on the gut micro microbiota to find in, in trillions of bacteria that inhibit the gut, which could trigger uh, diseases such as inflammatory bowel diseases and cholera, cholera, um, uh, colon cancer. Imagine that. And they've known about this since the 70s and the 80s. They've known this. They've known that nanosilica, which is your dimatious earth products and silica products they're putting in just about all your stuff as a drying agent, they know that this also causes cellular miscommunication and strands, DNA strands to break. They know this. So the, the bullshit with the um, word uh, crafting that they use in the health industry, oh, you can't absorb it. It will pass through you. This is exactly what it does. But you're thinking in the terms of passing through you that you're, that you're going to crap it out or pee it out or sweat it out. But pass through you does not necessarily mean this. It could also pass through your colon. It could pass through your digestive system. It could pass through your stomach lining. Pass through you and embed. They don't tell you the part that it can embed now into the skeletal system. It can embed now into the spleen. It can embed now into the spine. It can embed now into the brain. Do they tell you this? No. It can pass through you and then integrate with your DNA. Did they tell you that? No. Because it causes strands to break in the DNA. Wow. But they'll sell it to you because it's going to help the hairs and nails to grow. What causes hairs and nails to grow? Keratin. They get you on the horse tail nonsense because they say, well, the silica in the horse tail will cause the hair and nails to grow. How many of you have actually read what's in, silica, uh, what's in horse tail? It's not just silica. It's an array of nutrients that are in the silica, in the, sorry, in the horse tail. That would be what would cause it to grow. And if you found any kind of allantin in it, that too would help the hair and nails and skin to be effective. Not the silica. So when you're looking at some of the things that they're telling us today, a lot of it is horse hockey. You cannot break down silica. You have absolutely no way in breaking it down. It can translocate into the cells as well, especially on a nanoscale. There are certain things that can help integrate that into the cells like phosphorus and saponins that, you, that can be consumed in the food. And if you look at horse tail, it may have a saponin in it that can transfer that silica into the cells and tissues. Doesn't mean it's doing anything other than causing a disarray of communication between the cells. Again, the studies that they're propagating that it can remove aluminum out of the body, that's complete horseshit. It doesn't do that at all. Matter of fact, I even found a study somewhere that, that validated what I'm saying. It has absolutely no effect on aluminum. This is, again, the BS that's being perpetrated to poison the general population with under the assumption that what they're consuming is actually healthy. This is why the onus is on you to do thorough research and not just Google research, and I keep telling everybody all the time, there is no Google research. That's all basically whatever they want you to know. It might be better off if you start doing your own investigation.
Um, again, think in these terms in regarding to what I'm telling you. This is just one thing that they've been saying has been safe for a long time and now we're seeing that it's not. And a lot of things have been perpetrated in the health food industry today for the longest time has been shown uh, as coming to the surface more and more how some things aren't. The medical field has been ostracizing and criticizing saturated fats, things like cream and eggs for a long time. And now they are saying that these things are good for you. So when we're looking at, and then now they're changing their mind again. Is this something you really want to put your faith in? Is this something that you want to again espouse as something healthy? <laughs> Trusting the doctors and the, and the so-called so -called specialists in, in the medical field that know nothing about nutrition. They know nothing about this kind of chemistry. They have absolutely no information whatsoever. And all they do as program drones is read from some research that has been given to them for them to follow and then propagate as fact when in fact these are not facts whatsoever. This is why the onus is on you. This is why we're exp ex exposing some of the things that are going on today because you don't really know. You have no idea what's going on and you're following blindly people that are supposed to be again educated. But look at the allopathic field. They're not educated in nutrition. In fact, they're anti-nutrition. All the things they tell you is basically based on the guideline that's completely erroneous. The only ones that would agree with the current guidelines are the vegans. And look at them. They all look like they're starving to death. They all look like they're breaking down. So when you're looking at some of the things that are, are, are being propagated today by the medical field, they're not to be trusted. Are they informing you what's in the medications that they're giving you? Are they informing you about the chemical compositions of what you're swallowing? Are they informing you about the medications, or medicating uh, creams that they're giving you? And what's being applied to your skin and how your skin is absorbing these things? Are they telling you about those chemicals in there, the nanoparticles that are in these chemicals? Are they talking about the nano delivery that's in the vaccines? Are they actually expressing to you what is in these vaccines? and the side, full, full side effects that can occur in vaccines, even though they say it's very rare, which is not even true. Go look at the CDC sites and you'll see how not rare vaccine damage is. So this is what I'm saying. Are you putting your trust in this? I'm telling you the same thing. Don't even believe me. I'm telling you to go do your own investigation and see what is being put out there. Don't listen to these gurus. Don't listen to these halfwits out there that are just selling your product and they don't give a shit about what they're selling long as you buy into their, their bullshit and you keep on supporting them, they'll keep on telling you what you want to hear. They'll tell you, oh yeah, this will put a red S on your chest. This will give you, this will let you leap tall buildings. Bullets will bounce off you. You'll be running so fast nobody can see you. Oh, you'll lift at least 200 years old by taking these products. Oh, look at the muscles you're going to have. Oh, you're going to perform like a porn star. Yeah, just take this pill, man. You'll be erected, ready to go. You know, you'll be able to make more love to your, your girlfriend or your significant other or whatever. 24-7, you won't even stop. <laughs> That's the sales. That's the illusion. That's the, what they propagate. Meanwhile, they've given you something for erectile dysfunction, and it causes erectile dysfunction. Uh, what was it I was looking at? Viagra. 
Viagra, do you take your Viagra? And it's got titanium dioxide in it, which literally shreds the testicles so that you're incapable of producing an erection. Because the lady cells will not be able to produce the testosterone required for you to be erected. Wow, imagine that. <laughs> I got another drug for you. Now, imagine going to a health food store and they say, oh yeah, take this pill. It's, it's going to keep you erected. No, you're going to function real meh. And then you read the ingredients and it causes erectile dysfunction. The chemicals are putting into it. Like I said, <clears throat> you know, pay attention. Pay attention. The onus is on you to pay attention. In this thing we call health, don't assume nothing. The concept of making an ass out of you and me really, really applies here because that's what they are doing. They're getting you to assume. They're getting you to believe. They're getting you to feel something in regarding to what is going on in regard to the image that they're selling you in regarding for you to take what they're trying to sell. It's important that you pay attention. I want to leave you with a couple more things I didn't touch on today. Uh, I got into a lot of different things today with other people regarding the vaccine program that's going on. Uh, I wanted to emphasize very strongly the, um, the chemical compositions of this nano. <coughs> Uh, I talked about connecting a human brain to the internet in real time. I'm going over some things. Synthetic biology is it's alive, but is it life? It's a program operating system. And this is, I'm trying to get you in this caught up here. When introducing synthetic biology into our system, you know, it's, they're saying it's alive, but is it life? Gwen Scott called it pseudo-life form, and this is exactly what synthetic biology is. Okay, This is really something that you need to be alarmed at. This is being put into you, and what's it doing? What's it altering? What's it changing? What's it programming? What's it, what's it destroying? What's it turning off? What's it re why, what, what is it replacing that should be functioning normally? Again, these are things, again, I'm trying to provoke thinking. Scientists just took a giant leap forward in the quest to create artificial life. Where is this going? And is this artificial life going to be put inside of us medically? They're already talking about using this type of tech in order to target, again, health issues. But what happens when this artificial life integrates with your genetic code? What happens when this artificial life integrates with your DNA and your operating system? What happens when this, inter, in, uh, sci, um, this artificial life integrates with your endocrine system? What happens when this artificial life integrates with your digestive system or your brain and the way your brain functions? <coughs> this is the reality. If they've already created life and they've already gene-edited a baby to create the baby the way they want it to do, and this is already happening. And this is probably happening to victims that are living out in the street who have lost everything. <coughs> or this may be happening in countries that are undeveloped, un, not as developed or as advanced. And this is being put into those, their systems. And now everybody's studying. Because if the experiment goes wrong, then you can start a war and wipe out the experiment. Pretty simple, don't you think? Something to ponder. Um, 
Let me see if there's something else. Scientists created this organism's DNA from scratch. Creating DNA. We're creating, not we, the scientists that are involved in this are now creating life, which is usually your military industrial complex. Because all these things that I mentioned will be used for war more than anything else. It always has been. <clears throat> Nothing's changed. In the 60 years that I have been alive, 60 plus years I've been alive, all I've seen is that things have recycled and we are right back to where we were back 40 years ago in the same exact spot, except now we have more sophisticated hardware, more sophistication in creating wars. That's the only difference. And the benefit to this, this development of this technology has been nominalized to the general population. That's the reality. So we are now just basically going into another state of recycling, except now the sophistication is at, a, at higher stakes. Okay, before I go on, before I shut down, uh, I want to mention certain people, certain places. Uh, okay, you can go to www.minds.com, uh, Brian four slash Brian three nine six. Check out his site. Check out his data. Check out his information. Uh, he's also got Flickr sites as well. You might want to check into. Uh, www.flickr.com uh, so then just type in Brian396 and it'll take you there <clears throat> there's another fellow there um, Dave who's also got a he's got photos on Google uh, so again you may want to check them out um, google.com um, guess it's in code I, I guess I better ask him before I mention his name uh, to go look at his stuff but he's also got videos again I'll put the, I will post the links in the pod so when I when I publish the pod tonight I'll have all the links there so you can access the links and go there yourself you got Smear Love True you got Aramac as well on YouTube you've got uh, um, geoengineering.org you got my site augmentenforce.com go check out the herbs and kitchen herbs for antioxidants start looking at these things as a means to helping yourself learn also there's a catalog link there feel free to access the catalog link there you're going to find the anti-nano bucket, anti-nano triangle. You're going to find all kinds of devices that can help you offset some of the frequencies. There's books on DVD. Check out the books. Uh, again, there's also a flash drive, a thumb drive that's uh, got over 32 gigs of data. Or around it's a 32 gig flash drive that has it's almost filled with data. Uh, not quite. It has like about 29 gigs. So again, that's there available as well for you. There's also old-fashioned botan botanical remedies. That you can also access so again if you need a consultation I do that as well uh, 519-977-5351 or send me an email with your location if you're looking for a consultation and the good times to do it I usually do them after 5 o'clock Eastern uh, uh, so that everybody can have a chance to have dinner and then there's no interruptions so feel free again to email me at independs at yahoo.com ind E-P-E-N-D-Z at yahoo.com Alright, check out the sites I mentioned. Check out the links I'm talking about. Check out the information. Form your own opinions based on substantiation of the facts. Not the illusion that they're trying to promote. Not the, um, the matrix illusion that they're trying to display. You know, make your opinion based, based on the substantiation of facts. Test everything Hold fast to what is good. It's also biblical. All right. Until Thursday. Um, if we don't have a show like I normally do, I will present one again and put it up on the pod. Bean. All right. Till then, to your health, and we'll see you 
Uh, we will see you Thursday. Take care.